0: Hey, how's it going, mate? Hey, there he is. How's it going, Jake? Good, man. How are you? I am doing great. Won't keep you for too long. Wanna, of course, talk ABR and talk a little individual and talk a little music, but uh, dude, let's start with the uh the viral moment you had during the uh NHL winter classic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild, man. I'll I'll be honest. I didn't see that coming. Um it was such a cool experience just all all around just to be in Boston and watching the Bruins and being out in the winter classic and uh yeah, and then just kinda stumbling upon Wayne Gretzky shaking his hand and then the, the goal, the winning goal. Um it just uh it was just amazing. Um and uh it was just funny. I, I met, you know, the guy who runs the nhl's you know social media and everything and really really nice guy and uh you know he kind of invited he invited me actually to come out to to the game um because he knew i was a big bruins fan and then um you know we my buddy uh shot the video and uh you know the the guy who who runs nhl was like hey you know can i get that video and i was like yeah sure so he posted it on on nhl um instagram and then like within, I don't know, 20, 20 minutes, I just started seeing all of these other, you know, big, you know, hockey and sports media outlets just, um, posting it. And, uh, and then it was like on like a, I don't know, good morning America type of show, you know, like, a um, and this is kind of funny cause <laughs> just like who would have saw that coming, you know?
0: And did you get to, did you, uh, wash your hands and shaking Wayne's hand or have you kept it, kept it? Like wrapped up and in, in uh, yeah.
1: yeah, I was thinking about just uh you know, just cutting it off and um you know stuffing it and putting it in on like a hanging above my fireplace, you know, just kinda <laughs> to look at it, you know.
0: <laughs> so rad, man. And the other thing I wanted to uh talk to you about kind of more on the individual chip and, and show you real quick here. Oh wow. I got, got my own big supporter. I talked to you, what was it, a year or so ago when you first started it and wanted to get an update on uh, your life, gym and certainly the uh, Heart Support Festival, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, thanks for picking that shirt up and and supporting your life. Um, the gym's going really, really well, man. It's it's doing what um, I had envisioned, which is really just building some community, getting people to understand the importance of their mental health and understanding that, our physical and our mental are very much intertwined. And um, it's just been a really great experience for me. I'm learning a lot because I'm not, you know, I've never been a gym owner. I've never um, ran a brick and mortar like business before. So a lot of uh, a lot of the journey is growth and understanding how things work and really building a team. Um, and I'll just say this across the board, man, like to be successful, in order to grow, um, you know, it, it it takes a body of people. And um, that's really just understanding that, like, we're not really intended or created to do things alone. Um, and... You know, we need each other in order to, to grow and, and to thrive. So I'm learning that in so many different ways in my life right now, currently. And, and, um, it's just been really cool. Uh, sometimes painful and difficult and challenging because I'm stubborn. I like to be comfortable and I think I know it all. And what I'm realizing is growth, uncomfortability and hum. Um, being humble, humility
0: is um, is really a key factor in just progressing in life. And uh, so it's been cool. And what advice would you give to – we're in Southern California, obviously not going to make it out to the gym, but what advice would you give for people who want to get healthy mentally and physically?
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, I think the, the first step would be to take some time and um, self-reflect. Um, be honest with yourself as to like – what are the things that you're not happy with, um, in your life? And another thing is understanding, um, the lack of power and control that you have in some of these areas of your life. And then the power and control that you do have, you know, there's a lot of situations where, you know, we look at things and we go, man, um, I could never have that, or that could never be me. Right. And, and I think maybe just kind of looking at yourself in the terms of like, well, why did you just say that already? Why did you already claim this thing, not being able to attain it? Right. Um, And I think if we're honest with ourselves, we can start to see like the areas that we really need to work on and the things that we can control or change about our lives. And the second thing is to act on it. So like that's the part that I think a lot of people are missing that a lot of people don't do is that second part, because that's the part that takes more effort that's the part that actually will bring the change because we can think and feel good all we want and go, oh man, like, man, I feel so good thinking about how I should change my life. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Right. And that's good. Um, But you've got to actually go and and take that action. And, And sometimes that's, you know, that's the hard part. And so that was, that's what I would recommend. And it's like, if you want to get healthy, then get up right now and go for a walk. You know, um, get up right now and go read that book, get up right now and go say, I'm sorry, you know, get up right now and go, you know, whatever it is, right. Just do it. You need to do it today. Do it right now. Like I'm exhausted. We just did rehearsals for our 20 year anniversary tour. Yep. We've been, I've been screaming for hours. Um, I didn't get the best of sleep last night and literally right after this interview, I have another interview and then I'm going to go to BJJ. I'm doing jujitsu. It's the most tiring thing I've ever done outside of screaming for an hour and a half on a stage <laughs> five nights a week. Um, and I'm exhausted, but I'm going to go do it because I know that that that's where my growth is. And if I don't do it, I'm going to miss out on opportunity. I'm going to miss out on growth um, that I believe is what I need in my life. And, and I've made that decision. And sometimes the things that we need in life are the most uncomfortable things Um, because I'd rather sit here and just have a conversation with a friend
0: and sit on my couch. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think that a lot too. Like I kind of had a little fitness awakening a few years ago. And the thing I love about it is there's so many things in life you can't control, but your fitness and your health is the one thing that you can. And if you put in the work, you'll see the results where so many other things in life. You don't always see the results right away yes that's yeah, got, absolutely got me on my kick i'm I'm in love with burpees i do 50 burpees a day that's terrifying
1: to me i <laughs> i i I, yeah, I mean good for you man that's really awesome that's that's uh that sounds horrifying <laughs> for me personally but um you know maybe maybe jujitsu might sound like not appealing to you but and that's the thing that's what's cool is like you can do you your own way and get to a place that you want to be. Right. And I can do the same thing. I can go my way. And I think that that's something that, you know, for heart support fast, you know, and like heart support, it's like, and like we all have this really beautiful journey, this really crazy story and roller coaster ride that we're on. And we have our own ways, our own paths. Right. And sometimes we don't even know where we're going, but we put our heads down and we go one step at a time. Right. And then we start to see and like lights start to turn on and we're like, holy crap, we're going this way. This is amazing. And I just feel like people, I would rather somebody do something for themselves their own way than not do something at all because they don't think it's okay, or they don't think it's the right way or, you know, would be judged or whatever for it. And it's like, that's what I think hard supports really trying to cultivate is this environment of true acceptance, where it doesn't matter the color of your skin, who you're in love with, what you believe in, what you've done or what's been done to you. And that's a pretty broad thing right there, what we call the five pillars. But giving people the space to at least recognize where they are in their life and feel okay being there and then letting them choose from an array of different, you know, ideas, thoughts, opinions, advice, experiences, be able to choose their own particular path For them to get healthy you know and like people have to want it you know and if you you know i feel like i feel like right now like society's like ah like i'm really just kind of tired of all this way or the highway type of thing because it's like dude that's not how we work it's not how we work and if we keep pushing this way we're gonna keep dividing and we keep dividing then we're alone and if we're alone Guess what? We won't have success because success takes a body. And so it's like, dude, we've got to like be able to work together. And I think just we just got to choose to just I may not understand you fully. I may not condone your actions all the time. I may not agree with what you think is right way or whatever. But that doesn't mean I can't love you. It doesn't mean I can't support the good things in your life. It doesn't mean that I can't encourage you when you're on the up and up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, The shades of of black and white, there's many shades of gray in between and (laughs) you know what I mean? Everything isn't black and white.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, um, I just want people to get well, you know, like that's what I want for people. I want them to be well. And if you're well, you can make better decisions. You can respond instead of reacting. You can cultivate an environment of love and, and understanding and grace you know what I mean? You can champion other people, you can celebrate and exalt others when they're when they're being successful, you know? And you're a better friend. You're a better friend when you are well. You're a better mm-hmm. friend to the per- person be- behind you or beside you or in front of you that needs
0: help, you know? Absolutely. You touched upon it and and certainly want to get into it, man. 20 years of August Burns Red. When I when I say 20 years, what body part hurts most? Is it it shoulders back, (laughs) knee, right elbow? What is it? Uh, The whole thing, man. The
1: whole (laughs) thing is just like, you know, no, in reality, man, I've spent a lot of time, you know, lately just before bed or something just thinking about being in a in this band for 20 years and how much of a blessing it is and it was because it taught me so much about life and the world and people and myself and and it it married me with you know 11 other guys you know um and they're all different you know and 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 um and our fans i mean like we just we wouldn't be here without them you know and um they have just been so loyal to us and they've grow they've chosen to grow alongside us and with us you know and i think that that's the cool thing about a lot of this is the community aspect of it and um yeah it's just like it's mind-boggling to me to think 20 years And, and here we are like going on this tour and this tour means so much to me and i think to our band like we've it's like we made it you know it's like we're here 20 years of being a band um and and we're putting out another album like we're not stopping and and our community and our scene has recognized our 20 years and said job well done boys And we salute you and we um, we want to uh, encourage you by coming to these shows. I mean, these shows are selling out and they're they're just like this has just been an amazing all around experience for us. And uh, it's just really cool, man.
0: Hell of a lineup you put together, too, with Bleed From Within and The Devil Wears Prada. Who's almost been along for the whole 20 years, it feels like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Both those bands are doing really, really well um they just came out with relatively new releases not too long ago and um it's it's just a cool it's like a one-two punch type of deal you know like uh short and sweet to the point um you know both of those bands have my respect and um bleed within their their latest album the production on that is just like we talk about it as a band we're just like dude this album is so well produced and um door's prada i love the direction that they went with their last record those are old homies like again we've you know, been on the road with those guys um, here and there, worked for over in Europe. So it's just nice to you know have have some faces that we we know, you know. And, and it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be great, man.
0: We're looking forward to it, March first at the House of Blues, of Anaheim. And like you said, man, a lot of bands go out there and tour twenty years, but all looking in the rear view. You got a brand new album, Death Below, coming out as well. and kind of curious, how many new songs are you going to fit into the set? Yeah. Um
1: so we're definitely going to have um a couple a couple new songs in the set. Um that record is definitely a taste of the pandemic, you know? Um as far as like emotions, feelings, where were we? Um what, what our experiences were for those 2 years when we were off the road. Lots of highs, lots of lows. Um and I think that I look at this record not as like um You know a bunch of really catchy rock songs that you would hear on a radio i think it's like you know this is art you know these guys are are musicians and this is music you know um and these are feelings and emotion it's not just like hey would this be catchy would this be really cool or you know i mean we've done that before and and that's great and there's nothing wrong with that i think you know i love a good uh, you know, catchy, very you know, um, I guess simplistic structure for song songwriting. But I think that you know JB Dustin, um, particularly, really took this to like another another layer. There's it's this deeper, um, and then Brent, myself, and Matt um, lyrically tried to get just very real. And so, um, yeah, the album is very progressive. It's very it's definitely dark and, um, and angry. Uh, So yeah, yeah, it's great.
0: I love it, man. I love the two tunes that we've heard so far backfire and uh, ancestry with Jesse Leach, which was really cool and really cool of you guys speaking of the pandemic and everything to put the tour on hold and then make good with that kill switch, like the torch, August Burns red tour was great to have you guys out at uh, Riverside municipal auditorium, but kind of curious, man, getting Jesse on the track was that, before the tour? Did you ask him on the tour or was it already done by the time the tour hit?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So um, we hadn't asked him before that tour. And um, I think the whole experience of that tour and COVID and what we had to do to really make that all work um, really brought Jesse and myself like really together. Um, and, you know, cause there were so many differences and so many, um different ways of wanting to do things and 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 all of this stuff and i think that like we just kind of pushed everything aside and we like hey we really just want to be friends you know what i mean like so um he really him and i just kind of like had this instant like connection um and you know the lyrical content for that song um you know really meant a lot to me. And and so when, when I asked him to do the guest vocals for, for that song, I knew that his voice was going to be a perfect fit for it as far as the choruses and, and everything. But it was really cool that him and I had like a really deep heart to heart conversation about the lyrical content so that he could really grasp the severity and the, um, just the perspective of where I was coming from. And it was really cool because he, you know, I always think that if you do a guest appearance, you should honor that guest by letting them write the lyrical content for the particular section that they're going to be performing. Right. Um, That's that's what I like to do because it's just like a, just an honor thing. And if they're like, oh no, like I'm good with just like, I'm going to scream whatever you've got there. Like that's cool too. But I always like to give the artist like that opportunity. And um, so he did, he, he really spent some time on it and he came into the studio, he drove in and it was Brenton, and myself, and Grant McFarland, who's the um, vocal um, engineer, or he's one of the engineers for us. And um, and Jesse goes, okay, I don't know if you guys are gonna like this, but like this is what I came up with, you know. And we're like, okay, so we press play, hear the song, you know. And he just rips his idea. And I look at Brent and I'm looking at Grant, and we're all just like kind of grinning because we're like, oh my gosh, like this dude is such a pro. Like he just came in here. Took no time at all, knew exactly what he was going to do, knew why he was doing it. And he sounds angelic. Like he's just got this voice that's just so good. And and he really knows how to manipulate it, you know? Um, I was just thoroughly impressed. And yeah, I think it came out really, really well. It's definitely one of my personal favorites on the track. I mean, excuse me, on the record. Uh, and probably one of my favorites of all time, um, just wow. because of what it really means to me and having a legend like Jesse on the record is just like, you know what I mean? It's just super
0: cool. Rad that he did the video too. I mean, it's one thing to do the record, but he actually took the time to do the video too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another like
1: salute, you know, it's like, and that's what I'm saying, man. It's, he's just the real deal. You know, he's, he's a true, he's a real artist. Um, He's very compassionate for humanity and people and he's humble and um and he's a legend he's a rock star dude and it's like you don't
0: you don't find guys like that around um anymore you know totally totally and uh you know it's funny i with uh backfire i noticed uh, and noticed on a couple other tunes too brent playing bass and i was kind of curious is is he playing a lot more bass is that because Dustin's writing more riffs on the new album
1: yeah so um i think i don't dustin definitely writes a lot more um and jb jb and dustin they kind of share you know the writing a lot of times um you know they'll write together or like jb will be like hey i've got this section for the song i'm gonna throw it your way what do you feel on this and they kind of just put their heads together and, and, and work through things and i think i think it's honestly just like an honor thing i think that you know, Dustin writes these songs, so he's going to play them and Brent's going to, you know, play the bass, you know, just, um, which I also think is kind of cool because um, I'll be playing the bass on this tour. I've done it previously a couple times before. And I just think it's, A, it's fun for me to be able to play an instrument because I never get to, it, and I'm just running around with my head cut off. Um, but I also think it shows a little bit of that diversity within the camp where it's like, Hey, you can play this and we can play this and we can switch this up and move things around.
0: Um, so it kind of, it kind of adds some depth to the, to the live show as well. So if you're playing bass, is that going to be a three guitar attack then? Yeah. pitching mm-hmm. bitchin iron man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Dude, I'm loving the, loving the videos, although uh, Ancestry kind of heavy. I was hoping that there's at least one more kind of blood letter type of video with you guys kicking some ass uh, coming in uh, for the new album.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that we because things have gotten so like busy. Um, so I'm not sure that we're going to be releasing anything else uh, before the album comes because uh-huh. it's coming up pretty soon yeah um but there might be something there might be something that we can sprinkle in last minute um but yeah it's just been a ride man we're just um that's one of the things that i love about august prince red is like we just don't stop we don't like to mess around um we're, we're very much to the point like hey let's do this let's get it let's get it going like and we're always trying to think of like just fun unique cool different ways of being able to um engage our our fans you know
0: well, I got to say, man, the, the system of a down cover last year was was sick as well. And it gave me kind of a new perspective on the song and also got me to kind of thinking, too, because we're an old school radio station. We do mandatory Metallica every night, which you're going to be a part of. And I was trying to think, man, if Jake had to cover a Metallica tune, what do you think it would be? What would suit your voice? What would you want to do, man, if you had to do a Metallica <laughs> tune?
1: I have no idea, man. I, 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 I mean, I'm not honestly I'm I've never been like a massive Metallica fan I obviously um have mad respect for you know where they come from and they're you know the fact that they basically started this whole this whole thing you know what I mean that we're doing here right. but I just always I I don't know man like um I I don't know I don't know what song would be like something that I would be able to do uh because he's got like this yeah ah, like uh like a, ah. at the end of everything i don't know um i got nothing man i got nothing nothing comes to mind not one song comes to mind now off the top of my head plus especially when you got me on on when you got me like you know zeroed in like this it's like now i'm shaking you know what i mean i'm like dude get, hurry up think of something quick and then what's
0: gonna happen is i'm gonna be like all right
1: man talk to you later and then something's gonna come to me and i'll be like oh yeah
0: oh i should have done fire with fire or something Right. Yeah. yeah, who knows. Yeah, what do you, I my
1: question back to you is, what song do you think if I were to cover a Metallica song, what song would fit well for August Burns Red?
0: Well, I think any song that you do would turn into an August Burns Red song. Uh but I would like to hear Black End.
1: Okay. All right. I'll uh you know what? I'm going to write that down.
0: Ah, I like that. I like that. That'd be sick. Yeah, that. see like I said before, too, man, with that system of a down cover, you guys kind of I didn't pay attention to necessarily before to the uh, guitar riff going out of the chorus back into the the verses. And it really, like, stood out to me and gave me a whole, like, different perspective on that song. So that's kind of why I think it would be cool to see what you guys would do, do a, a Metallica tune.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that is cool, man. Um, we would we would probably. Yeah, I think that might actually be a cool idea. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up to the boys. Cause again, we like doing that kind of stuff here and there and just trying to, you know, especially if there's like a little lull and, and like, Oh, we've, we're not going to be torn right now in this moment. Like maybe we could, you know, go in the studio and do something kind of fun. So yeah,
0: I'll pitch okay. it. Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time. Can't wait to see you out there at the house of blues of Anaheim on the, on the first of March. All right. Sounds good, man. We'll see you then, brother. Peace. Late.